What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Crimson Gaming Corner, your one-stop shop for everything gaming happening here at the University of Utah. I am your host, Jackson Day, and today I am joined by Maya and B. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Radical. Pretty good. I was awesome. on campus for way too long. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little scatterbrained, but that's why. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, so this is the Crimson Gaming Corner, where we chat with random guests like you to recap the gaming news and events you might have missed, as well as talk about some of our favorite games. Uh, you can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting sites. Make sure to like and share. Give us a rating so we know how to improve. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the usual stuff. Um, and yeah, real quick before we get into news, I want to kind of give a little bit of background into your guys' gaming history, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Maya, like, what was the first console and game that you ended up playing and was like a current favorite? Uh, first console was a Mac desktop and yep. game was Minecraft. Of course. Uh, <laughs> current is um, Switch and I go back and forth between like Cult of the Lamb, Ooplets, and um, Animal Crossing. So we'll talk about those a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first console, I'm pretty sure, was the Nintendo 64. Um, yeah, Nintendo 64 for sure. Um, we're we supposed to talk about a game on that one. <laughs> what was your first game, if you can remember? I can't remember personally, so I completely understand. It might have actually been Yoshi's Story. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one a lot still to this day. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then my current console, I switch between <laughs> the Switch, um, my DS. I still play on my DS. Wow, not the 3DS or just? Oh, if I had DS. my old DS Lite, always, oh, okay. but it's a 3DS 3DS, now. okay. I just want to double check. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3DS, PC, and Xbox. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Uh, what's oh. like a game, I guess? I don't know if you're Ooh. <laughs> I play a lot of Overwatch. We were talking about that earlier. Right. I play a ton of Overwatch. Um, I've been playing, I've been replaying Breath of the Wild. Good. With Tears of the Kingdom coming out soon. I need to do that soon. Um, what have I been playing a lot of? Oh, I just played a short hike. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. We'll talk about that one too. Cool. Um, so let's kind of get into a little bit of news. Um, I just, real quick, before we get into the topic of the episode, there's been like this crazy shutdown of a bunch of live service games and it got me thinking and also had a really cool conversation with one of the teachers with EAE about the future of live service games. So um, a couple of them, the ones that got canceled were like Apex Legends Mobile, Rumbleverse, which is like a wrestling battle royale, something or other, it looked fun. Um, I used to teach a kid that liked that game. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Another one was Knockout City, which is basically just like (gasps) dodgeball. Yeah, it got canceled. It's like shutting down soon. I really liked it, actually. That was fun. I actually quite enjoyed Knockout City. Good. Uh, Crossfire X was another one, which is just like a boring first-person shooter, I guess. Really popular in Korea or something. Mm. I don't know. First-person shooters usually are. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of their shtick. Yeah. Um, But it got me kind of thinking, oh, I think Black Back for Blood, Marvel's Avengers, or some other ones. It's just, it's this interesting, like, trend where developers are putting in a lot of money to create these live service games because they think they're going to be super successful and then they're not and it doesn't work out. So one of the things that my teacher was talking about was like, oh, there's probably going to be a huge shift and we're going to see a lot more single player games. Um, And I'm curious to kind of see how that works. You were saying you play a lot of Overwatch (laughs) and with season three, Mm -hmm. you kind of can access the live service stuff. Yeah, it seems like they tried it out for two seasons. They realized because it was constant complaining, like mm-hmm. pretty much the entire player base was like, actually, this shit sucks. Yeah. I mean, the player base was saying that they want loot boxes back, which is something oh, yeah. I never thought I would hear. You know what? I actually remember hearing all the controversy about that, about like, oh, I just want loot boxes back, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I never had a problem with the loot boxes. Like playing Overwatch 1, I was like, ah, neat. I yeah. get a new skin. I think there was a point where loot boxes got super predatory. Mm. Um, and it was a very easy way to take advantage of player bases. But Overwatch also did it pretty well, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, there were definitely some games where, like, you had to buy loot boxes to succeed in the game. But Overwatch, it was all cosmetic, and it was, like, it was cool. Now you have to go through the battle pass to get specific stuff, and 
a lot of it I don't even care about. No, like not really. so like the little charms. I'm sorry. I'm I'm too busy. I'm not really looking at my own weapon. Yeah. So sorry. The y'all. amount of times that like also a lot of my stuff didn't convert over to Overwatch 2. Oh really? Um yeah, it was weird. So now I have to go into each character and like re-equip skins and voice lines and stuff. I'm like, I don't wanna do that. Yeah. Like so now all the stuff that I'm earning is just getting piled and piled up and I don't wanna actually spend the time to look for it. I don't know if this is just me too, but I actually don't love um because I love some of the skins on there. Like I I don't remember the name of it, but the Mercy skin from last season or the first season. The red one? Mm-hmm. The red one. Okay. That's all I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. I loved it. But I also like seeing so many people with the exact same skin made me feel kind of bad <laughs> where I was like, I didn't actually feel like I did anything special to get this. Like it yeah. wasn't like I saved up. I didn't like get lucky in a loot box. I right. just played the same game as everyone else at the same time. And, and we all got the look, same exact one. Yeah, everyone looks the exact same. Like yeah. everyone who completed the battle pass has like basically the same Junker Queen skin. I mm-hmm. guess you can change it from gold to blue. <laughs> yeah. So cool. But yeah, um, I don't know. It's interesting. I definitely don't feel like Overwatch is doing it very well. Apex mm-hmm. Legends is another one that has been struggling. I played that a decent bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like with this next season, they're like adding a new mode and like restructuring everything. So hopefully that's the way to go. Um, Destiny 2 is another one that mm-hmm. does it really well where every week there's like new story stuff. Um, but other than that, like, I feel like it's going into it, developers like, oh, this will be easy. Like every couple months, we'll Mm -hmm. just add a new character or whatever. And then they don't plan for that and then suffer. That's actually been a concern of mine with Overwatch with like their release plan for the new heroes. I'm like, I feel like the roster is going to get so bloated Mm -hmm. that they're releasing more. Yeah. Like a lot more. Um, it was supposed to be every season. And then with season three, they're like, Hey guys, we're not going to actually do that what the i just yeah. like i worry too and then dps players are like well we want more dps skins like or players as though they don't have like bulk of the yeah, roster exactly. right so that's something that like, i feel like needs a restructuring of like there's like uh, there's so many dps there's yeah. also really only so realistically there's only so many abilities they can give to characters right. like if you overbloat the roster, you're going to get, like, characters who basically have the same mechanics. Like, I mean, in a way, uh, Genji and Kiriko have yeah. really similar kits. And there's only so much they can branch out from all of the characters that already exist. Not to so mention not so sure. that, like, every new hero has, like, 15 different abilities. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, it's so funny to see, like... Ramatra compared to like McCree. McCree has like two things and Ramatra has like 15 and a whole spreadsheet of what you actually have to do to play him. I've actually had that thought switching between Mercy and other like characters because realistically Mercy has a lot of abilities. Um, And then I go to like Junkrat, (laughs) like three. (laughs) He can do like three things total. Yeah, It's really, it's interesting, but I was going to say earlier too that I feel like so many gaming companies saw Fortnite's success and didn't take into account Fortnite's player base. Like, those are kids. And their staff. Right. Those are children. I do know that the staff are kids, too. Like, my little brothers, or not the staff are kids, but, like... I meant just, like, their staff base of, like, how many people work at Epic and stuff. Oh, yeah. And how they can actually support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But even then, like, they are going for a really young demographic. Like, Mm -hmm. my little brother's best friend was reached out to by Epic to oh, do shit. an internship for their character design. Cool. So it's like young, yeah. young, young people. Just um, people who play Fortnite who will be like, oh, yeah, that looks like a good Iron Man skin or whatever. Right, yeah, okay. exactly. Cool. I think it's interesting, though. But, like, yes, little kids, because these are, like, what, 8 to 12-year-olds playing Fortnite for the most part? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the demographic. Really I know my young. cousins are really big into it. They're about 8 to 12. Right. Um, and I've actually, I've got some friends that are about my age that are into Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I definitely feel like the demographic is leaning more younger though. And I, well, I, and I think that. it's going that way because the people who played it when they were 12 are older now. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. like, it's, yeah. I think that's why I personally think that that's why the same model is not working for other games. Like as I try to transition into that, like, yeah. Mm, live service uh, model. I feel like 
it's like older player bases already. Mm. They have well-established older player bases who are like, I actually hate this. Like, I didn't want this. Yeah. I don't play Fortnite for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big thing with uh, a lot of like the big streamers who will play like the newest Call of Duty and the newest Overwatch and stuff. They're like complaining that gaming's in a bad space right now because it's all boring or whatever. But then they also don't try out like the games that are like the single player mm -hmm. games or stuff that's mm -hmm. coming out um so that is something that i've heard a lot and i always kind of like roll my eyes and i'm like well yeah of course it's not good because you're playing the same two games right but i'll follow the, the same model yeah exactly mm -hmm. so i'm i'm kind of excited actually to see this new shift because we've had some great first or er, um single player games that have come out and they're like small and short but they're also like some of my favorites at this point and mm -hmm. we'll kind of get into this with like more cozy games. I guess we can go into that right now. Yeah. Because um, that's what we are. <laughs> All I play. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be our kind of topic of the show is just cozy games. Very open ended. I've got kind of a list of games that we can kind of go through, but mm -hmm. like maybe it's just me, but I have noticed as I get older. I've really been digging some just cozy games. Mm -hmm. I think it's just because, you know, it's, I, I specifically am so stressed out. I mean, I have two jobs. I go to school full time. I My commute to school is an hour. Um, I just want to go home and I just want to, like, lay down with my cat and play a dumb game. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, there was a point last year where I got really stressed out and then I was like, you know, I need to just hop into a cozy game, and I played Spirit Fair. Yeah. And oh. I put, like, 50 hours into that. And it's just, like, nice, chill, sometimes a little bit tear-jerky, but, like, is that a term? Yeah. Uh, it's tear a tear-jerker. Yeah, I tear don't know tear-jerker Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, like, it could be. Yeah, jerky made okay. of tears. That's mm. what, that's what yeah, I Yeah, no. Oh, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking like that. I was just thinking that we could bring it to like the mainstream. Turn <laughs> 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 tear jerky. Sure. Everyone started tweeting. <laughs> Hashtag tear jerky. Yeah. I think um, we can make a catch. <laughs> but yeah, like Spirit Fair was a big one. I haven't played Stardew Valley, but apparently that's another one. That's I haven't like either. Really good. It's like the token. Yeah. yeah. The game. Game. Mm -hmm. Have you played it? Yeah. Have I've. Put a lot of hours. Okay. Stardew Valley. <laughs> I mod the shit out of that game. I kind of want to play it just because of the like romancing aspect. I feel like that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually kind of fun. Oh, it is. The it's slim pickings. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've heard. And like there's only really one good answer, but I don't remember who it is. I don't know who told you that. There are a few good answers <laughs> in my heart. In my heart. Right. Penny is not one of them. <laughs> this is interesting because was it Penny and Scarlet and Violet that also sucks? I haven't gotten far enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was another P name. It might, I know it Penny is a name of a character. Oh, so. then it was definitely Penny. That's uh -oh. also pretty whatever. But. Uh oh. I only just met her. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But yeah, Stardew is one that I've been wanting to get into. Um, I mean, going into that, Animal Crossing pretty much took over the world for like. Months. I mean, that's what got me into Switch gaming. Yeah. So. And you're not alone. It, like, yeah. Sales were insane. I mean, I was stuck in my house. I didn't particularly enjoy being stuck in my house with my parents. I also hyped up Animal Crossing to Maya. True. Like a lot. Okay, like I good. talked about it a lot. Um, and I didn't get it until a while. I think it took me until maybe August of 2020 to okay. actually get the game and start playing it. But once I did, I was like on did it. Did you guys incorporate it into your like daily routine? Yes. Because okay. <laughs> I was definitely like beginning of March when it came out, it would be like, all right, wake up, got to, you know, lay down and bust out all the stuff, yeah. all my chores at Animal Crossing. And mine, then my house looked like a disaster. Yeah, mine was the opposite. Life. I would wake up and do schoolwork. Okay. And then I would do that because I'm very much a scheduled person. Mm -hmm. I like I like my habits. Okay. So I would do homework until about noon and then it'd be like, great. Rest of the day is Animal Crossing time. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I'm on a lot at night. I was a mix. Okay. It would depend for me. Gotcha. I feel like if I put too much hours into Animal Crossing, it kind of got a little bit stale. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. why I was like, okay, an hour or two in the morning, 
and bust out all my chores, get yeah. all the stuff that I need to, and then go about my day playing. Also, Doom Eternal had come out. And that yeah. Was a, yeah. Definitely a cozy game, for sure, with the heavy metal <laughs> oh, blast. So well, good. the amount of times I restarted my island because I felt like it was getting bland, and I'd be like, well, all right, let's just do it from the beginning. Honestly, <laughs> I actually struggle. Like, I've always loved Animal Crossing. I was a big Animal Crossing New Leaf girl. Mm -hmm. I've heard that that's actually better than New Horizons. I like it. Okay. I like it more. And I had an easier time getting like obsessed with it and super into it. I found that with New Horizons, I'll get into it for like a, like a really intense two weeks. Where yeah. I'm like, I, it's all I can think about. It's all I care about. I just want to play, play, play. Mm -hmm. But the real time mechanic is not my favorite. Yeah, I don't I'm like it that. either. It stresses me out. Yep, and mm -hmm. it makes it less fun for me. Where I'm like, well, if I, what if I don't want to pick it up tomorrow? Right. And then I get too stressed, and then I go six months without playing it yeah. again. Yeah. Well, That's and then you gotta like, if you don't want to time skip, you gotta like plant your trees and then come back in three days mm -hmm. and like I don't know. I yeah. just want, I just want it to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I want my landscaping to be done. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's definitely something where, like, I felt pretty discouraged if I ever missed a day, mm -hmm. um, which I guess it was nice because COVID, there was, like, nothing else happening. Right. Was that like... was the whole point of it, I think, right. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if I ever missed a day, it was like, oh, great, I have to catch up, or, like, I missed out on this stuff, and then it got to a point where I was like, I've already missed three days. I don't know if there's a point in hopping back in. Well, yeah. Maybe I should have just restarted my island. That's that's my problem, is I'll yeah. go, like, six months without playing, and then I'll be like, oh, I want to go to Animal Crossing. I want to play Animal Crossing. I go back to my island, and then I'm like, mm, okay. And then I just completely, like, delete the island and start over because I like the beginning part more. Like, the actual – I like doing tasks. It makes yeah. me feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> so then when there's nothing for me to do, I'm like – Hmm. <laughs> this might be a spicy take too, but I actually enjoy Animal Crossing more with cheating. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. I, like, I've heard a lot yeah. of people say like, that, yeah. Uh, when I had my DS, I would hack my island just okay. to get it arranged the way I wanted and get all the furniture and stuff that I wanted. And uh, on New Horizons, like those treasure islands. Yeah. I love those. Oh, There's, like, yeah. The like all, rock island. Yeah, like yeah. they're fun too. No, not that one. What? Uh, like people will host. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people will host actually. Oh, yeah. So it's like an online thing. So they'll host hacked uh, games where they have like all the items. Okay. Um, and you can just go in and pick whatever you want. Well, you go in and you just pick them up and then they're in your inventory. Right. Like, yeah. Cheating. For real. Yeah. But I like I didn't think it was fun to have to like hunt for the furniture I wanted no, every day. I just it was don't want to like likely that I would even find pop it. balloons for recipes, you know? <laughs> recipes is what got me all the time. Because I was like, yeah. hey, I want to make this cute little wheelbarrow full of flowers. Yeah. And I can't find the damn recipe. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make the like the iron kitchen set oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah and i could never find the freaking recipes for that i got lucky my very first time playing and those were the, the like the first recipes i plucked out of my like uh what are they called the jars from the, the message ocean bottles? the message, oh, bottles. message bottles yeah and i got so lucky and i've never gotten lucky after that <laughs> i'd much prefer to just cheat <laughs> but i have i, mean, I like can't cheating yeah. makes me stressed out too though <laughs> Nothing happened. There's no yeah. consequence. I know. Like the lawyers are going to show up and be like, you cheated on your island in Animal Crossing. They kind of used to with the DS. Really? Yeah, like I've you could Nintendo, get your system yeah. bricked if they, oh, wow. like, because sometimes people would have um, have their islands, like their dream island or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, just right. out on their system. And if it was clear that you hacked, you could get in huge trouble. Like, huh. they would brick your system. I've actually, so Kit and Krista, they host a podcast and they used to work in Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And the amount of, like, juicy details that they give about <laughs> how insane, like, they're lo literally called the Nintendo Ninjas <gasps> in staff because of how intense their lawyers can be with all sorts of stuff. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I always just found it weird because I was like, I mean, my system's pretty old at this point. Like. Right. By the time, you know, even I was a junior in high school, I think, like, the DS was hitting its, you know, final years. Right. And I just remember people still being like, hey, careful, like, hacking your DS, because if they find out, like, your console will get bricked. And I'm like, but I paid money for it. The hacking is not hurting anyone. Mm -mm. Like, I'm That's I'm just thing, adding yeah. little trees on my island. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's something where, like, I mean... 
a little bit different, but like with emulators and ROMs, like I get it that mm-hmm. you're kind of stealing the game, right? But also if like Nintendo hasn't made it very easy to right. get the game, then what else do you want me to do? You I know? mean, one of my favorite DS games growing up was Yoshi's Island. Oh, yeah. I loved that one. Super nostalgic for me. And you can't find a copy of it no. anywhere. Yeah. And if you do, it's upwards of $80. Yeah. Like, those are super expensive. Oh, God forbid you try and play any old Fire Emblem games. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So expensive. That's, I'm so happy that yesterday with the Direct, they like, mentioned the new, yeah, yeah the first Fire Emblem. I need to play so Fire Emblem. It's good. Like I just strategy? bought Engage. Well, I think I would really like Fire Emblem. I Leo tried to talk to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. You would probably like Three Houses, which that's the one that Leo told, told okay. me to yeah, play. Because yeah. <laughs> like half of it is literally just you as a teacher, and you're trying to like teach your students how to fight, and you get to train them up to yes, you <laughs> my literal profession. I, literally <laughs> your profession. I still have to pick up Engage. I, I was put off originally yeah, because the too. protagonists look horrendous. You mean the toothpaste looking? Yeah. Like? yeah. Why do they look like a crest tube of I toothpaste? And the story is like really, really bad. Like really? I bought it and I was like kind of watching through the cutscenes and then I texted my friends. I was like, hey, you guys have beat this game. Is the story anything to write home about? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to skip it because yeah. I really like the gameplay. Um, yeah, so that's like- what I've been doing. Fire Emblem gameplay is so classic, right. so fun. I love a good strategy game. But yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the designs, but our friend Leo, obsessed. Obsessed. Obsessed okay. with Fire Emblem. Wow. Like, that it's and like Splatoon. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and Splatoon. Oh, I didn't talk to him about Splatoon. <laughs> it's like his thing. He yeah. loves it. Um, and he actually mentioned to me that uh, Fire Emblem Engage gave him the same feeling as playing Fire Emblem Awakening for the first time. Oh, wow. So, Interesting. I was like, okay, maybe I'll pick it up. (laughs) Huh. It'd be interesting to hear his thoughts because I'm definitely like, I was definitely not sold on it Mm -hmm. playing the beginning bit because I'm like, man, the story of Divine Dragons and her mom, I guess, spoilers, but it happens in the first 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and you don't care. Her mom like dies, I guess. You don't know who her mom really is. Oh. So it's like a whole thing. And like, (laughs) there's like a 10 minute cutscene of her crying about it. I'm like, wait, was I supposed to care? Mm -hmm. My bad. If it happens in the first 30 minutes, I feel like it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But like once the gameplay actually started and it is like the strategy based and it is pretty like good about that. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm liking this a lot. Yeah. So, cool. Going into a little bit more cozy games, mm-hmm. uh, which Fire Emblem could definitely be cozy. I this is something that we were kind of talking about beforehand yeah. of how where like where does that definition line up? Well, and I was telling B in the car, I was like, cozy games for me are just games that I can sit down and just the world around me doesn't matter, and I can just play the game. Right. It's the same for books. It's the same for TV. Doesn't really do that for me but you know just like sitting down and forgetting that anything else in the world exists so a game might not be easy but i might be so invested in the story that yeah it's cozy for me maybe it's not for you but you know whatever (laughs) whatever puts you in like a good mood a good mood yeah Yeah. i think it's interesting because yeah what you're saying like the definition of cozy games is different for a lot of people like i feel like for some people if a game is stressful or hard at mm-hmm. all or there's like any kind of intensity to it it's not cozy like right. it's automatically not cozy. and that's anymore. a fair opinion mm-hmm. i don't feel that way though like yeah. sometimes overwatch is cozy to me like right. if i'm you know playing mercy and just bouncing around and a little inebriated <laughs> super cozy right yeah like it just depends i think and i think like, I don't know, there were aspects, we were talking about this earlier, but aspects of Hollow Knight that I found mm-hmm. really cozy. Overall, would I call it a cozy game? No. no. Yeah. Uh, no. I rage quit way too many times. Like, that would be disingenuous <laughs> yeah. to my own trauma with that game. <laughs> I called it cozy. Well, that was something that I thought about with, like, Soulsborne games, where mm. I played through them so much. There's definitely aspects where it's like, I've run through this main area 15 times. Mm-hmm. Of, like, I've got it down. Even the bosses, like, they can be intense, but... Like Sekiro is one that I think about where like the beginning oh, yeah. little area, mm-hmm. because I know like the pairing and all that, and I've like pretty much perfected it. It's like, okay, this is like chill and I feel accomplished mm-hmm. and I don't feel too stressed out. There's definitely some aspects where like if I fight the monkey that died, you know, whatever the mm-hmm. monkey is, that's stressful <laughs> and I don't want to replay that. But there are some aspects that are a lot more chill. 
Yeah. Elden Ring has that a lot too. I actually like that you mentioned that too. Like I'm a very task oriented person. Mm -hmm. Like I'm less about schedules and more about tasks. Yeah. If I have a list of tasks that I can get done, I feel wonderful. So productive. Mm -hmm. And something about like being like, I can just do my little checklist. Like that makes me feel really relaxed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like I've accomplished a lot. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cozy. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Yeah. There's definitely a conversation of like whatever is cozy to you. you Yeah. Um, but a more traditional cozy game that we both have played recently was a short hike. Yes. And I really love that one. I need to play it. Yes, you do. Yes, you super do. (laughs) I loved it. I, so I had seen a short hike a bunch. Like I, I mean, it was kind of everywhere when people were talking about cozy games, a short hike was almost always mentioned and it's so cheap that I was like, you know, I've got a little extra money. Like I might pick this up. Mm-hmm. And I woke up last Sunday, I think, and I was like, well, it's like kind of dark and rainy outside. I'm up early. It's like 7.30 a.m. Take care of my take care of my kids. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's not on purpose. <laughs> um, and I just like went into my living room, booted up a short hike and started playing it. And it took me like two, three hours maybe just to yeah, like fully explore long. the whole island and go through it all. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I would replay it again. Yeah, sure. It was like a short game. There was like basically, was <laughs> there was no point to it. Like right. you're just a bird taking a hike, but I would play it again. <laughs> I feel like it has endless replayability to me. Right. Yeah, that was the thing of like, it's not very long at all. You could pretty much discover everything in like a couple hours. But, like, the feeling you get while you're mm-hmm. playing through it. The soundtrack. Like the soundtrack, exactly. And, like, the, the art style, even. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it, it kind of took a while to sell me on, like, the interesting pixel art mm-hmm. thing that they're yeah. going with. Yeah, it was very fuzzy. Yeah, fuzzy. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that kind of helped it with it. It did. Yeah. And, like, the mechanics were just fun and simple and sweet. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the flying. I loved oh, it. Yeah. The fact that I could just glide around. So much fun. And I loved... I loved the dialogue. That was one thing. I just found it very witty and sweet. And even though it's a bunch of animals, like there was something so human about it Mm -hmm. that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. It's definitely worth like the, I mean, we both, I think, got it on sale for like five, five, ten cents for you, right? (laughs) Ten cents. Nintendo gold points. (laughs) For sure. Um, Yeah, that's a good one to shout out, I feel like. Um, One that I've also been playing that I forgot to, give a shout out before was coffee talk <gasps> oh my okay. talk about i've coffee played talk. coffee talk yes, um it? no i'm okay. Me neither. most of the way through okay. have you gotten to the weird twist <clears throat> the weird twist in the middle maybe not okay um i just love it i mean the soundtrack is great it's mm-hmm. just lo-fi uh the coffee's fun doing the latte art mechanics is bullshit oh my God. <laughs> It's so hard to make latte art on on it. Um, but yeah, I just love talking to all right. the characters and like finding out about them. That's Neil the is freaking weird, but that's the point. <laughs> yeah, you love that I've literally like, and this is a, a testament to the game, right? Like a positive. I've literally fallen asleep to that game before. I have too. Yeah, because it's just like chill and you're just like yeah. reading through dialogue of like whatever silly kind of thing is going on with the writer or the mm-hmm. game devs which i love how they're written too yeah um and just yeah the soundtrack and everything and i also love coffee and so like me too being able to just spend my little time making yeah. coffee is well great. and trying to like solve the puzzles of like which coffee the oh, werewolf yeah. guy wants like which tea he wants and like which order and what stuff you want to put in it i really enjoyed solving that puzzle um yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a good game. There are no tasks. You just kind of sit. Well, there are tasks. Like, people come in and they're like, make me a coffee. And you're like, okay, swag. But you can also (laughs) make it completely wrong. I've Mm -hmm. tried this out a couple of times where I was like, you know what? What happens, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. And then they take it anyways. (laughs) It's no problem. Um, Yeah, it's like very chill. Uh, I don't know. I really like it. And the sequel just got announced. (gasps) No way. I didn't know about that. I forgot about it. 
until a little while ago. I gotta so finish funny. this game now. I haven't played it in a while because yeah. I've been obsessed with other games. But I worked at a summer camp in the mornings over the summer, and I would just I would read in the afternoons, eat dinner, and then when night hit, I would play coffee talk for like yeah. four hours, and it was just a vibe. <laughs> I was playing it on like my Steam Deck, and I remember like. I was like laying down in like uh-huh. the most. It was like a comfortable position, but it looks really stupid yes. or whatever. I'm just yeah. like upside down playing <laughs> and just reading, and I sat there for like four hours, just like constantly reading the. I don't know. It was so sweet. Yeah, no, it's a good one. game. I like. I need to finish it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one I'm curious that I also forgot to mention was unpacking. I was hoping to talk about I've unpacking. Been, I've been wanting to play Unpacking. Oh, you would love Unpacking. I know. I, I, told, I put on my list of things I wanted for Christmas, and my mom was like, it looked weird, so I didn't get it. That's funny because <laughs> my sister asked for it for Christmas, uh-huh. and my mom bought her like the full physical copy. And I was like, wait, where did you find this? And she was like, I don't know. It's like some limited edition thing that my mom just happened upon. And so oh. I was like, I'm going to steal that for my collection after my sister's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... This is funny because I'm making a game in one of my classes, right? And we're like, we're pretty inspired by unpacking, to be honest, of yeah. like how it all works with, especially the story. I thought the storytelling was genius right? because you just piece it together as you go right. and you start to, I thought it was really sweet because of how you are able to piece together our main character and our protagonist just through the things that she owns. Like you start to, be like, oh, this is really interesting. Like the clothes that she's wearing, I'm kind right. of picking up like some vibes here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, through the things that she owns, and also the things that she carries with her throughout her whole life. Right. Because you see her grow up. Essentially, it's so sweet. And fuck the one bedroom apartment level. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that level. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. Like one of my also favorite things about that was like. Sometimes even just where you're supposed to put the thing can be a storytelling thing, like mm-hmm. the picture. Mm-hmm. Where you're supposed to like hide it away. I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's like such a simple way to tell that. Right. Know? And just I thought one thing that I noted when I was playing the game was I was like, there's no room for my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like every other. When you move in with like the guy. Yeah. Guess, that's the one be. bedroom apartment. Yes. I hate it. <laughs> the, like every other room that you get like there's room for you there's space even when you moved into a, a house with like a bunch of mm-hmm. roommates there's space like moved on shelves for you like they make room in the kitchen for you and then you get into this part apartment with who's supposed to be your partner like your right. romantic partner and there's no, no room space. for anything like you've got maybe like a teeny section of the closet cleared but like nothing mm-hmm. anywhere else yeah that's it was like so brilliant of mm-hmm. like and then you know next level all of a sudden she's back on her own and you're like huh i wonder how that worked <laughs> out couldn't have predicted that you know? i i remember playing that level too like the apartment one yeah and i was like i hope they break up right i want them to break up so bad i hate this guy <laughs> exactly and how you can tell that just by like having items and mm-hmm. i don't know it's brilliant that's why we're like so trying well to use done. that storytelling in a game that we're making so Absolutely. You'll have to tell me about the game. That's really interesting. The game that we're playing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's a cat game. <gasps> it's a cat game. I love cats. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I love cats. We just showed off our like group prototype thing and yeah. the engineers like absolutely killed it last night. They basically just like got a playable version of the game going. Oh, wow. Um, That's exciting. And, like, at night. and so we showed it off and it was great. Nice. Great Good for you. Yeah. I'm excited to get um, updates about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. By the end of the, you know, when it's fully published, millions of dollars maybe. I'll Absolutely. Like triple A. Triple A. Yeah. Cool. Um, before we go on to our, like, game of the episode, are there any other cozy games that you want to touch on? Mm. Cult of the Lamb is fun. Oh, yeah. How um, could I forget? I mean, it's just like a dungeon crawler. I haven't beat it yet. Me neither. Um, but I really like... Making my little village. It's like semi-stressful, but you're still feeling comfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's stressful when someone starts dissenting and you have to put them in jail. Uh, yeah. Oh, um. I love that part. That's the cozy part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Um, putting people in jail is not always so fun. Like leaving on conquest. Oh, well, yeah, because like, like, what if someone's die? That's my thing. Like, it's like I'm leaving. Someone's gonna die on me, and I'm gonna like, have to come back. They go starving. They're almost always mad at you when yeah. you get back. Mm-hmm. Like well, every time. If you die, they're like, we don't believe in you anymore. You died, and then came back, which doesn't make any sense. I've said to this. Me, right? I've said this. Why do you lose faith when I'm literally resurrected by <laughs> Jesus Christ? That's what made people have faith in that guy. And when I do it. Suddenly, you guys are like, man, this dude's a fraud. <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm like walking on water, basically. And you guys are like, man, this guy stinks. I can't believe we even followed this guy. Right, like I didn't save your yeah. life? No, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I, I got really into the game in like December. Mm-hmm. And it was a good like <clears throat> sit down with a cup of tea. Yeah. And like a blanket and play the game. It got stressful at times. I mean, boss fights are always going to be stressful, especially when you fight them for the first time and you don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. Think that was my thing of like, I really, really enjoyed the cult aspect of it mm-hmm. enough that I was like, I don't really want to do the dungeon crawling stuff. Like, if I wanted a dungeon crawler, I'd play Hades. That's the know? thing. Yeah. So I never really felt motivated to go out. Um, but you have to go out. You have to. So I ran into like many walls. Of yeah. That yeah. My least favorite thing is when you beat the first level and then your villagers are like, go back and get these flowers for me. And you have to go back and like refight through the level to get flowers for yeah. your villager. To be honest, I used to feel the same way. And then I started a new save on mm. the Xbox. It's technically my partner's Xbox. Right. Um, I started a new save on the Xbox because the Switch just wasn't running as optimally as I hoped. Um, But I actually, like, actively went into the dungeons just, Mm. like, all the time Mm -hmm. after. And it made it more fun. Like, I started to, like, like conquesting more than the cult management. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I really liked the conquest aspects because, uh, like, just, I love forageables. Okay. That's, like, a... Fun fact about me, Maya knows this actually because I've talked about it before. Yeah. It's like a thing. I yeah. love foraging. Huh. Games where I can forage, I eat that up. <laughs> I love foraging in games. Interesting. Um, ooh, um, Fantasy Life is getting a okay. sequel. I have been so confused by this because obviously the direct was really good. Mm-hmm. But there were like all sorts of JRPGs and Fantasy Life mm-hmm. that people were like freaking out about. And I was like, I don't... Oh, what is this? So Fantasy Life was a pretty niche um, Nintendo DS game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there was a, um, a title before that. All I played was a 3DS game. I loved it, though. It's so chill. Hmm. You get to choose, like, your profession. Yeah, that's what my friend was telling me. Of, like, between <clears throat> almost, like, monster hunting and cooking and... Like, you can be a tailor. a tailor. Yeah. yeah, you can be a tailor. That so fun. A paladin, a mage, a fisherman. Yeah. Um, a <clears throat> woodcutter. Like, you can be a lumberjack. Okay. Okay. You can be a miner. Like, it gives you a lot of options, and you can switch at any time. Um, it almost doesn't sound real to me. I'm going to be honest. Right. Like, that's the thing. I got it just because I thought it looked cute when I was, I don't know... 16 years old um and i loved it like i was obsessed with it and i i think i lent my copy to my partner's sister and i haven't gotten Mm. it back (laughs) i've done that skyward sword is still like man i wonder what my neighbor's doing with that one now yeah like i wonder what's going that uh fantasy life i i was never expecting us like a. don't think many people will i wasn't expecting another title i was so excited and so shocked when I saw it yesterday. All right, um, you sold me. I want to check it out now. Yeah, should. I kind of want you to absolutely too. should. Yeah. I, I will lend it to you if I find it again. <laughs> if you get it back from Nick's sister. Yeah, I think it was Taylor. <laughs> yeah, and she has another baby now, so maybe she doesn't know where it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other other ones? Little Wood. Is Littlewood. good if you want um, a basically version of Animal Crossing, but it's not, it doesn't match the day hours. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And it's more pixely. You're yeah. basically like a tiny little pixelated person, but you're like the hero and you build your own village. Yeah. It's like, it's not sandbox necessarily, but it's like a town uh, management game. Yeah. In town a sense. management. Yeah. So you get to decide Farming. where everything goes. 
You yeah. get to make friends with all the villagers and you can yeah. flirt, but it's like silly. Yeah, it's silly flirting. Yeah. I haven't, that one's on my parents' Switch. It's not on my current Switch, so I haven't played it in a while. Yeah. Mm. I but. liked, I liked Littlewood a lot. Um, I know there was another one that I wanted to talk about. Was it Breath of the Wild? Because we kind of talked about how that's <laughs> a little bit cozy, but like, it's definitely the most relaxing open world game. Here's the it's problem. It's not cozy for me, but that's just my opinion. I could talk forever <laughs> about Breath of the Wild. I, that was my main like escapism right. in high school. Like I was obsessed with it. I have hundreds of hours on that game and I've replayed it like eight times, I think at this point. Um, I literally recently started a new save. Yeah. So I've gone through it so many times. I've basically memorized like every nook and cranny of that world. I love it. I'm so excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I cannot wait. That trailer they, yesterday. Are oh they bringing gosh. it full circle? Like, is is it connected to Skyward Sword? Is it before oh. Skyward Sword? Some of the things See, made me think, like, is it Ganondorf? Or are we dealing with Demise again? I don't know. So this is something where, like, I feel like Nintendo says this every time a new Zelda game is about to come out. But they're like, hey, we don't care about the, the timeline. But this game is like, okay, you obviously care for the timeline. This is timeline there's lore. There's something else happening. <laughs> there's right? timeline lore. Um, between like dried out, I mean, jerky Ganon. Yeah. How he's literally just yeah. dried up and all that. And then like how it's, it's I don't know if you guys know Princess Mononoke. But yes. it's like the, his arm is mm-hmm. like literally that. It's and I'm like, so Mononoke. Perfect. And that game already uh, with Satori Mountain is already oh, yeah. a callback to Mononoke. That's right. So oh, I'm so excited. I could not be more pumped. I've already watched like analysis videos of people like slowing it down and just pointing out things that we'd miss. There are a lot of old enemies from Mm. old games. Like there's one scene in the trailer where it looks like Redeads are back. Ho ho. I don't know how I feel about that. The three headed dragon from the first game. I'm so excited. excited. Like it's just there are three possibilities to me, I think, with the direction they're going. Where either there's like time travel somehow mm-hmm. and like things from different timelines are being transported in. Okay. Or um, it's coming full circle and it's meet like it's meeting, with meeting Skyward. Skyward Sword or it potentially predates Skyward Sword. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember where it fits in the timeline. I feel like it's sometime after Twilight Princess or something mm-hmm. off of like one of the three timeline it things. does seem like there's a lot of tie-ins to twilight princess as well yes like which it, i that's one of my favorites as well it feels like so. the twilight are really involved yeah i'm so excited and i don't know and it's it's gonna be a more kind of darker story mm-hmm. obviously like we've literally gotten a lot of moments where it's like oh this feels almost like majora's mask level yeah of dark, and I love that. i'm so excited there was also the scene um which i didn't realize until someone pointed this out but um, there's a shot of what looks like Zelda, but you yeah. can't see her face. And apparently th- it's not Zelda. Apparently it's not Zelda, yeah. which I didn't even think of. I thought I've... she was holding like a weapon of some kind, but that's part of her that's yep. part of her dress and she was wearing jewelry that didn't belong to Zelda. It's like is that Hylia? Is that one of the three golden goddesses? So you you're talking about Skyward Sword. What if it's like Zelda from Skyward Sword? Right? Like oh what if it's gosh. another Zelda? Ooh, oh, I'm so excited. I could not be more excited. When are you, you going to play Breath of the Wild? Are you going to finish it one of these days? I don't know. Because <laughs> the past three or four guests I've had, it's been this sort of thing where we're so excited for Tears of the Kingdom yeah. that we talk about it. Um, It really stressed me out playing it. Um, I might try again, but I, honest to God, haven't played in like a year. Okay. <laughs> so I, I would have to start a new like save. It, it just like, I don't know. The, I really need direction, mm-hmm. and the fact that there is no direction um, really stresses me out, and I okay. don't have a fun time playing Oh, it. that's my favorite thing. <laughs> I even, like, I see that I'm supposed to go to the left, and I go to the right, or yeah. opposite, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to touch on the main story stuff. Yeah. So. Like, being able to explore every inch of that world and just go through it all was mm-hmm. my favorite, but I, I realized, because I've played... Like all the Legend of Zelda games, right. not all of them. I still have to play Wind Waker, which is oh like a my sin. Gosh. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I and Breath of the Wild is still my favorite. Like, same here. Though. I know there are a lot of people that think that's controversial. I love or- the... uh, Ocarina of Time. Like I still love Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, I think the common census is like it's the, it's not. The very, it's not a very good Zelda mm-hmm. game. You know, you don't have the dungeons. You don't sure. have, like, the very heavy story, I guess, and mm-hmm. stuff. 
but it's also just the best in the series and like that's and I it, don't think that's a doubt and it was more up my alley yeah. apparently like I didn't realize that that's what I was looking for in a Zelda game but I love open world I love being able to do that but not everyone does mm-hmm. and so I've learned that like it's a beautiful game but if you don't like open world and if not having direction in a story isn't something you enjoy it probably isn't for you probably yeah one of my favorite moments of breath of the wild though like i'm exploring every single nook and cranny after i'd beaten the final thing right mm-hmm. and after putting a hundred or something hours into it i discovered that fish village that's like down on the bottom right <gasps> Luralin. yeah that's my I animal crossing island that. name <laughs> what say again Luralin. That's oh. her Animal Crossing Island. That's name. perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm never doing that. Like, it's not even a big location. It has some, like, side quests and stuff. But, like, yeah. It's wonderful. Like, oh, my gosh. This game is 10 out of 10. It's yeah. so sweet. I love Luralin. I love the soundtrack. I actually really like um, that area in general yeah, by like, Luralin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I love the, like, jungle mm-hmm. area. I love... Oh, what's the dragon's name that's down there? Oh, I don't remember. But I know what you're talking about. I don't recall. But I love it. Yeah. I love I'm that so, area. I think my favorite thing, like, going into Tears of the Kingdom, though, is, like, even if it's not, which the trailer yesterday pretty much, like, helped me get rid of all, like, doubts I had, right? Mm-hmm. But going into it, I was like, even if it's just Breath of the Wild, like, very similar mm-hmm. we still get to explore and still get to discover and new there's stuff clearly so much more to explore that's now. the thing yeah mm-hmm. with that trailer yesterday i was like okay we have like cars mm-hmm. and planes right things like and where did all of it come from like for me that's yeah. the exciting bit where i'm like okay there's like weird crop circles where mm-hmm. did those come from and all these new monsters like i guess those came from ganon or demise potentially yeah. which would be crazy I because i did notice that in the third trailer i think that we got links master sword was broken mm-hmm. and actually nintendo has like been tweeting out pictures of the broken sword right so like that's where demise was sealed he was sealed in the master sword or with the master sword i think it was in he was, I, you think so wasn't that the whole thing with Thief? i really hope that like a bunch of people don't like come after me for being no, fake be it is just what i think i remember <laughs> Um, the Master Sword was definitely very influential in sealing Demise. No matter if it was if he mm-hmm. was sealed in the sword or if he was sealed in like whatever, if it was, I don't remember. So exciting though, and there's so many implications. It feels like they're really like actually explaining the timeline mm-hmm. to a degree. It also it also could be the Zelda. This just occurred to me. It could be the Zelda on the tapestry from a thousand years ago oh, with the yes. prophecy. Oh, I can't. You guys wait. sound like me talking about Brandon Sanderson books. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really funny that you say that. I don't know why this reminds me. Is Matt Mercer voicing Ganondorf? Yes, I think. I'm like 90% sure. I'm also 90% sure. That's what everyone else has been saying. Mm-hmm. And I think he's kind of been like, oh, I wonder who that voice is. He has a really distinct voice. Right. Like, yeah. he has a very distinct like, voice. Like, I don't even watch Critical Role, and I was like, is that? Right. Matt Mercer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty good, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited for that. That'd be great. Cool. Yeah. You just play. That's great. <laughs> I'll try again. I'll try a new save. Um, now that I've gamed more. Cause... Yeah. Which, you've gamed more. Recently, you've been playing, both of you, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been playing a more cozy game that I, to be honest, didn't hear much about and then when you guys said the name i was like that doesn't sound that sounds very made up yeah no <laughs> it does. sounds super yeah. made up <laughs> yeah Ooblets. yes um Ooblets is great um yeah uh, like b was saying it's pokemon and animal crossing mixed together um and you have dance battles with your little creatures called Ooblets. they all have ridiculous names yeah yeah, yeah. clicky claws uh, clicky claws um I got a wiggle womp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you've got like six of them in your team that follow you around. But you can, you plant their seeds in your farm and then you grow them. Yeah, when you beat, when you go beat them in dance battles, they like oh, okay. fart out little yeah. seeds. And then okay. you plant those and then they grow. This is not helping me not think yeah. that's like completely made Yeah, I'm actually goes. just like. We're just shitting on yeah. you right, right. now. Like, <laughs> it's not a real game. If I didn't just see a trailer of it, I would still think that you guys were. 
Yeah. So I actually followed Ooblets, um during its entire uh, production because yeah. I followed the creator on Tumblr like years and years and years ago. Like she started this when I was in like middle school. Okay. So I've been waiting for it for a long time. Huh. What you actually go? like grabbed you when you heard of it? Do you remember like why you're like, hey, I want to follow this for a little mm, bit? I remember her. I think I remember her pitching it as like similar to Pokemon. Okay. And I've been a Pokemon kid since I was like, I want to say six. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've been in it. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. And obviously the art I thought was really endearing. The art is really fun. It's very endearing. And yeah. all the characters are so fun. Mm-hmm. I wish um, it had, we were talking about this a couple days ago. Like we wish it had the romancing aspect. Era, of... I want to kiss you on the mouth <laughs> yeah. so bad. So, sorry. There are other human characters. You guys yes. are not talking about the plants, okay? I yeah. I thought yeah. it was only you no, playing so, as the farmer, and I was... Yeah, you're no, a farmer, and you, ooblets. you yeah. grow ooblets and also crops that have dumb names like Carrot yeah. or Sweetie BD or Fartichokes. Fartichokes are my favorite. Yeah. Um, and then you... There's this little town, um, and there's like a mayor, and you have to solve a mystery, and oh, there's mm-hmm. like... Um, a seed shop and a coffee shop and like this science research headquarters for the ooblets. Yeah, yeah, she pays you gummies, which is their money system, for mm-hmm. her to scan your ooblets into her system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can also get mystery cards yes. that you can use to make decorative items that you need to use nernies to make. Yeah. Hmm. Nernies. It sounds like you're making it up. Like yeah. this yeah. game, talking about it sounds ridiculous. Like I really feel like I'm just like making stuff yeah. up. It's just like funny. Yeah. Funny. Like I'm like, oh, I need to make sure I grow like these Zanuka plants. Yeah. So I can make my Zanuka cake for more so gummies. So I can sell them in my store for my gummies. Right. Yeah. So you yeah. have your own store and you can open it and you meet all these characters and some of them are really nice. Some of them, looking at you, Milu, suck. Milu's a bitch. <laughs> hate that guy. He just constantly, like, leaves letters around saying how much he hates everybody. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. It's funny, though. The game yeah. uh, gives you, like, little bits of, like, character lore, yeah. essentially, just, like, throughout the game. And because they've done a good job at characterizing all of them, like, you can kind of, you start to pick up, like, who's writing and oh, okay. so, like, they'll have little notes everywhere, and you can kind of be like, oh, okay, like, I kind of recognize that it's this character mm-hmm. that made this. Like, right. they do a good job, and it's subtle, but it's kind of a cute way of getting to know all the yeah. people living in town. You can make, like, there's, like, you know, you can level up your friendships, and they'll give you, like, friendship stickers, mm-hmm. plus, like, a bunch of other crap. Like, they'll probably give you a bean juice, which is this game's equivalent of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Made out of spring beans. Yeah, it's made out of spring beans. You grind them up, and then you right. put them in a kettle, and you make And those bean juice. aren't alive ooblets. No. Right? Okay. is just, uh, no, spring beans are just your farm crops. Okay. <laughs> yeah, to make spressies and yeah. bean juice. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> this, see, it still doesn't sound real. No, it, it sounds doesn't. also really funny. You need spressos. Or Spressies to get Fermos, I think. What? The little robot ones. Oh, and Mamunia? Yeah. Yeah. You can also travel to different places on this island. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's super cute. <laughs> like, it, it sounds really funky, but it's so cute. It's very endearing and charming and easy. Like, yeah. even the little mystery, like, you're like, oh, what's going on? That's so weird. But it's easy to get lost in it, I mm-hmm. think, where it's not, like, it's not stressful. It's not something you have to actively be working on the whole time. Yeah. It's super chill, super low stakes, huh. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. The only times it gets stressful is if you're, like, running out of energy and you don't have a bean juice in your inventory because they give you more energy and you're like, I got to go to Cuddle Cups. <laughs> not me. I talk, <laughs> I would talk to everyone on the island every day. No, I still do. Yeah. No, but they would give me those. I know. Uh, what are they called? The friendship stickers? No, the little uh, buns. Bunglebee oh, buns. Oh, bunglebee buns. And I would just, I had I had like 20 of those yeah. just on my person at all times. That's that's where I'm at with bean juices. I think I have like 17 in my inventory. <laughs> it's, cr- it's crazy. <laughs> people give those to you. 
Huh? Yeah. People give those to you when they level up too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't, don't know, know if this is actually <clears throat> answering my questions, but it's got me sold on the game. It's it's just like, you know, I sit down and I play it for hours and I get lost in the game and then all of a sudden my switch will say like low battery and I'm like uh, my switch was at full battery when I started playing this game. <laughs> too, I don't think your questions could be answered without yeah. playing it. Yeah, right. Like I don't know. That's that I what could sold me. Anything for is B to told me about it, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then I watched her play it, and I was like, "I gotta play this stupid game." <laughs> yeah, it's just endearing. Yeah, like it's very charming. Yeah, it's charming and like funny. Also, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the fartichoke. Like, fartichoke. Yeah. It's like yeah. almost um, what's the word? Not like immature. But absurdism like, it, yeah. yeah something like that yeah it's absurd and it's silly and yeah. it is silly, Maya can yeah. super confirm that is my sense of humor yeah like completely <laughs> up my alley I have I find it really funny to like mispronounce words really stupid yeah, we her her partner and I we all just do that and then we all just get into like um a weird round where we're all just mispronouncing every other word that we say or, like, one of yeah. us will say a word funny, and yeah. it'll just be, like, a spiral of repeating it for forever. <laughs> Schwausch. It's always that yeah. one. <laughs> Schwausch. And that's the thing, like, the game, I was playing it, and I was like, oh, this is, like, so my sense of humor, because, yeah. like, one weird, dumb, funny, I'm not going to call it a speech quirk or anything, but it's just a dumb thing I do. It's a habit at this point, but I'll, like, insert ends. Into words like chinkin nungins. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to break it because some people find it annoying. So sorry. <laughs> it's a habit at this point. And like there's the mayor is named Tinstall. No, her okay. name is Tinsel. It, it's an extra T. <laughs> really? It's Tinstall? Tinstall. Oh, I've been reading it wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So I thought like, it was just Tinsel. It's like it's made like for it's you. It's made for me. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Huh. No, it's a hilarious game, and it's really fun. And now that I've solved the big mystery, I use quotes on that because, like, it's fairly easy to figure out. Um, you really just got to follow the steps. I still want to play because, mm-hmm. like, you can still level up. You can still level up your characters. You can still talk to other people. You can still level up your store. Yeah. Like, you got a house that you have to decorate. It is Tinstall. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> um. There's so many, like, food recipes to collect. So, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, it sounds like I a like cool it. mix between Animal Crossing and Pokemon. Yeah. But also just, yeah, like I said, silly and absurd. Yeah. It doesn't feel overwhelming, too, which yeah. I appreciate. Like, I don't feel overwhelmed. It's not. And I can stop time. at, like, any time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they all say. No, for <laughs> real. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm stopping. I think he's calling you an addict. Oh, actually. I am. 100%. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I can stop at any time. Oh, right. Okay. But you don't have to play in real time. Yeah. Like, right. it's so casual. Peak casual gaming. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I'm actually interested in checking it out if I need a cozy game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like 30 bucks. So a little See, bit more on the expensive side, but not Nintendo as expensive as kinda, Nintendo games. It kind of ruined me yesterday. I was like, oh, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, yeah. we're going to buy the collection. Oh, Metroid Prime. Okay, we're going to buy that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's pretty. Metroid. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Um, you're, I mean, have you? has your dad tried Metroid Prime? <laughs> Do you know about that? He did play Metroid Prime. Okay. And I know that because when I was younger, he was like, you need to play this game. I promise you'll love it. First of all, he spoiled it for me right then and there. He was like, no, for real, you'll love it because you play this whole game. And then at the end, she takes off her helmet and you realize it's a girl. So it oh. was feminist the whole time. And I was like, so <laughs> that I guess like there's no point in say. me playing it because now <laughs> I, mean, I know what happens. The Samus has been a, or like they've shown that she's a girl since like, the first Metroid, so that's the point that he was making. Oh, was like, okay. oh, when I played it, like you play the whole time, and you're like, yeah. wow, this is so badass. And then it's a it's a woman the whole time. Wow, <laughs> and I, I, crazy. I was just very much like, I think I was like 15 years old, so I was like, whatever, Dad, <laughs> I want to play your dumb game. <laughs> yeah, which I regret now. Yeah, should have played Metroid, but alas, I didn't. And, well, now you get to play it, and it looks pretty, and maybe your dad will play it too again, and he'll appreciate it, because that's what I'm enjoying on this right Hopefully he'll be better at it than he wasn't Metroid Dread. <laughs> I don't feel like, okay, never mind. Well, let's not get too much of a tangent. But, <laughs> cool. 
Yeah, you guys have definitely sold me on Ooplets, even though I'm very, I'm still very confused. I feel like I just you just gotta play it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you're gonna be confused until you play it. (laughs) Yeah, it gets you figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. And again, like it's just like, oh, this is cute actually. Yeah, it's peak cozy gaming. And there's a fishing mechanic, but it's not even hard. Like every single other game. Good. I, I've played some games that have like unnecessarily Cult hard fishing. Cult of the Lamb. Why is the fishing so That's difficult? The one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> fishing should be nice. Like literally, the whole yeah. sport is you set down your fishing rod and wait. Yeah. Like, why do you have to? Okay. No, I hate You're going like fishing wrestling. in Cult of the Lamb because it stresses me out. <laughs> the only thing, okay, I don't mind it, but that's because. Just for your reference, that's the same uh, mechanic that Stardew Valley uses. Mm. Okay. I disliked it more in Stardew Valley. I felt like it was a little harder um, with Stardew. In Stardew Valley? Mm-hmm. And in Cult of the Lamb. Um, the one thing that stresses me out, and Nick didn't know what I was talking about, my partner, because his wasn't doing it. Like, his oh. game wasn't doing it, but I would get, like, 30 fish at once. Whoa. Like, I would get so many. On Stardew or Cult? Cult of the Lamb. What? Where I couldn't, like, it was just like a swarming black mass of fish. I would get, like, maybe five max. Sounds like a random occurrence. Yeah. Just, like, somehow got glitched for you. I feel like it's a glitch. All the time. That's crazy. But you know what? Do that ocean's bounty ritual? Yeah. Mm. I've got, like, hundreds of fish after that. Because I... (laughs) I just had so many, but like it would overwhelm me where I was like, I don't like I can't catch all of these. This yeah. sucks. <laughs> then I'm gonna come back and it's gonna be full again. Yeah. So maybe lucky. I disagree. Maybe a curse. <laughs> As most of Cult of the Lamb is. Yeah. Yeah. It will. All a curse. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's how we're gonna end it. Sure. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. This has been a great I've been looking for an excuse to talk about cozy games because yeah. no offense to other guests. I mean, probably the last guest would have worked. But not a lot of people play cozy games, mm-hmm. I feel like. And every time I find a couple, I'm like, look, you understand. Like, sometimes <laughs> you can't just be playing all the, I mean, for me, Overwatch is intense. Mm-hmm. But, like, can't be playing all the Apexes and the first-person shooters and, like, yeah. the really intense games. You just gotta sit back and relax. Yeah. So, I'm glad that you guys agree. Um, Absolutely. And I hope that you agree at home and that you enjoyed the episode. Um, once again, if you would like to be on the podcast as a guest, uh, make sure to email me at j.day at com. We've also got our Discord, which is pretty fun. Um, we need can, to talk more on it. We do need to talk more <laughs> on it. Um, but hey, maybe you guys will help with that at home as well. Yeah, uh, get on our Discord. I pointed okay. at B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, well then, yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah.